Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 56, Batman and Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero. Hi, chums. It's movie two. Yep. Now we're on the the second one. Two V. Yes. The the zero one. Mm -hmm. It goes to zero. Yep. That makes sense. I don't know what I'm talking about. I watched this like a week ago, and I almost forgot everything about it, so Mm -hmm. that's a good sign. It's not very memorable. I, I think you liked it more than I did. I think. Just in our in our little pre-show chat, it seems like you you got a little more enjoyment. It it, it is it is the the scientifically defined definition of a fine thing. Yeah, it it would have been better, I think, as a as an episode. Mm-hmm. I think I think we both agree if it had been shaved down to a tight twenty two minutes, it could have been pretty good. Yeah, it was very much uh, Batman and Robin the movies coming out. We need to put out a, a movie with Mister Freeze in it. And I guess well, if you and- want to put Batgirl in it a whole bunch, that's fine. Well, Robin and Batgirl featured prominently in this, mm-hmm. so uh, like just like in Batman and Robin, so that's something I get. That, however, I've seen that movie, and Poison Ivy is a major presence in it as well, mm-hmm. and uh, not not so much here. Yeah, who? Yeah, which which led to a whole sad conversation between us about how movie studios and and of course the toy companies that, that drive the studios to make things. Yep. Uh, uh, much rather put out male characters in things mm-hmm. so they can sell toys of dudes yeah. for some reason. It so is that's probably ridiculous. true and terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like the thinking that goes into it is just and, like ugh. And yet mm-hmm. Batgirl was still a, well, mostly Barbara. She wasn't in costume that much. Yeah. But Barbara was a formidable presence mm-hmm. in this. So you know It's it's weird. I, I heard an interview with Paul Dini a few years ago um mm-hmm. about uh so there's that Young Justice show, which I haven't watched. I don't think you've seen either. No, I have not. But it was very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got canceled. And the reason it got canceled, despite being very popular, uh, mm-hmm. is that it had a very it had an un, it had a surprisingly large female audience. And that was <sighs> that was splitting the brand. Okay. So they had to cancel it because they had to find something that would be profitable for either uh demographic, not j- both demographics. It makes no sense to me, but this no. is how it works. No, and I'm sure there there must be some cynical marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at it, you make more money if you do it this way. But, ugh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so gross. And it's so, it's such old-fashioned thinking that never made sense ever. And the fact but, that it's still how things work is just, ugh. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that what we're watching is pure art that allows creativity to flourish. It mm-hmm. is a business. Yep. It is meant to sell toys and all that sort of thing. Yep. But uh, on the other hand, the example you cited, it feels like you could sell twice as many toys. You would think. But that's not but, the way they want to sell toys. They want to sell toys yeah. a specific way. We don't want girls' money. Yeah. Girls' money should be spent on girl stuff. God, that's so dumb. Uh, but... In any case, that is not my problem with this. My problem with it, well, we'll get Mm. into that. Why don't I first tell you what happens in this? Yeah, in Sub-Zero, which I think we forgot to say. Ah, Batman slash Mr. Freeze colon Sub-Zero. Also, very little Batman in this, by the way. Oh, yeah. 
which is fine. I don't I don't mind a story that focuses on like the supporting cast, but uh, why call it Batman, mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze, if uh, Batman's barely in it? So it turns out this is the missing link between the animated series proper and the redesigned new Batman adventures. As such, this movie answers a lot of questions we've had on this show, such as, did Barbara and Dick ever date? Yes, and it was serious enough that they were spending weekends out of town together. How did Nora Freeze get brought back to life? Bruce made it happen off camera after the events depicted here. And does Mr. Freeze love polar bears? Yes, very yes. Our thrilling direct-to-video tale begins during one of those times Mr. Freeze was missing, presumed dead, He's living in the Arctic, and he's, well, he's as happy as this guy gets, because sometimes a family is a man who doesn't need his cold suit in this environment, his cryogenically preserved wife, a friendly native boy, and two polar bears. So naturally, this happiness has to get wrecked, because that's how things work for this guy. And in this particular case, it gets wrecked by an extremely careless and extremely early CGI-looking submarine, which smashes up his home and makes Nora even less alive than she already was. So Vic pulls the old freezer suit out and the pink gloves out of cold storage. Get it? Zaps the entire crew of the submarine and swears revenge. Just general revenge, I guess. Soon he enlists the help of Dr. Dr. Gregory Belson, who's drawn to look like a lot like an older Frank Sinatra for some reason, down to the blue eyes. Belson's in considerable, considerable debt because, I don't know, stocks or stonks or whatever, so he's eager to help Freeze in exchange for large hunks of gold, which I assume Victor Dunn found when he were an old-timey prospector, dagnabbit! Freeze's plan, kidnap someone, have Belson steal their blood, and save Nora. Belson, for his part, is really eager to steal someone's blood, like Anakin being told to murder the younglings eager. (laughs) Not a single hesitation! In fact, he speaks to their victim like a normal doctor with an encouraging bedside manner, which is so much worse than just, like, being an insane criminal about it. Oh, and did I mention their victim is Barbara Gordon? Apparently, Babs has extremely rare blood, which makes it the best kind to steal. For Nora. The rest of the movie is just Barbara running away from these two idiots, while the other two idiots, well, Batman and Robin, one non-idiot and one guy who's idiot enough for two people, come to... Well, not rescue her, because she basically rescues herself. Come to give her a ride home, I guess. Then Victor's hideout explodes for like an hour, and that's basically the end. Oh, except Bruce grabs up Nora and saves her life, like I said before, which feels like something he should have already attempted in one of his previous encounters with Mr. Freeze, right? My my theory about that is that Mr. Freeze keeps running away with her body. It's just like, Freeze, for God's sake, you have to let us help you. No, this is my problem. Leave me alone. Listen to me. I know Bruce Wayne, and and he's happy to put up his considerable fortune and and the technology he has access to. No, Batman. I made this strength. I made the suit give me extra strength so I can carry Nora's big cryotube around. (laughs) Also, I can punch you, I guess, but but the main reason is to carry the tube around. Victor, come back. We can help you. No, thank you. I think. Oh, no, he doesn't have the spider legs yet. Wait, yeah. no, it's going to be like, jing, 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 jing. Mm-hmm. Sort of a faster RoboCop. I think I think the problem I had with this mm-hmm. is, remember when we talked about the first time they brought back Mr. Freeze that it was such a big deal? Yep. Like, we don't want to soil the memory mm-hmm. of the, the, the previous encounter because it was so perfect. Yep. And, and they didn't. Like, he only came back, I think, twice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, once when he was... Um, uh, gonna ruin everybody's lives. Yep. And then once in the Disneyland episode. Yeah. And both of those were good. Mm-hmm. But here, it doesn't feel like they added anything to character. It doesn't feel like... Like, 
I don't really feel the tragedy of Mr. Freeze in a way that I felt it in the other episodes. No, this very much feels like a generic episode, and it also very much feels like, gotta do a Mr. Freeze episode, there's a movie coming out. Yeah, I don't know that we talked about this yet, but yeah, that because, you know, the, uh, no, no, we did talk about it, yeah. I'm sorry. Sometimes I can't separate the pre-show from the show. It's, 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 it's very cynical in general, and I think part, like... I don't. I I might not just remember them, but I do not recognize the writers for this movie. I do. They're they're regular writers on the show. Okay, but they're not the main guys that we look at. Yeah, it's not Bruce Tim and Baldini. It's it's sort of the second tier guys. Like that would would have been my assumption for who you get for like another straight to video movie. You know, the thing is, I if I'm not mistaken, and I think I have the timeline right, the show was sort of in limbo right now. Like there was no show airing, mm-hmm. so. If anything, this was an exciting time to get get the gang back together to do a new Batman adventure. Yes. Honestly, what I would do is say, you know, I don't care for Joel Schumacher's take on these characters. What if we took the same characters he's using and showed, like, here's how you do it. Yeah, we'll do a really cool what if we made a, uh, sub, or, uh, Mr. Yeah. Freeze, Poison Ivy team up. What if they did a... Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. If they if you got Freeze and Poison Ivy mm-hmm. and said, no, here's, here's how you do it, man. Yeah. Here's how, like, first of all, we... Saved this character, Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy's always been pretty cool, but yeah. but Mr. Freeze, we made him cool. And here's here's how you do it. And instead, they just uh, I need to save Nora, Nora again. I'm I'm gonna do a bunch of short sightedly evil things because Nora, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like that's that's his entire motivation. I'm a dick. Like yeah, yeah you did that already, and mm-hmm. you did it so much better. Yeah. Now I'm just, just mean and mad all the time. Which is fine. They did that in the he goes and wrecks everyone's life episode. Yep, it's very good. I I love how but, how yeah. how stupid how this starts is too. Just mm-hmm. the submarine crashing through his living room. Yeah, no, that's that's very Mister Freeze. That's look, I got nothing left. We all know this. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the best with what life has given me, and I can't even have that. Yep, that's that's very good. I specifically but, came to to the North Pole where it would be cold and people would leave me alone and I could walk around in my 1970s ass pleather whatever suit. Mm-hmm. Plus, I get along with with this kid who mm-hmm. who seems to like me. Like, like I, I actually have made human contact yep. and I'm not completely isolated with me and my comatose wife. Yep, it's, it's like. I, I and I got polar bear. The polar bears were everywhere. Oh yeah, he loves those bears. Like I remember, I, I think I made a joke about this a week or two ago. Like all I remembered about this was polar bears because like mm-hmm. they're on the cover art, yep. and it's not misleading. They are, they are, they're in this more than Batman is. There's a there's a great shot uh, when Babs is escaping uh, where Freeze and uh, Belson are chasing her, and there's just a shot of an elevator. With uh, Belson and two polar bears just waiting to get like to get to the top floor. Yep, that's just like <clears throat> okay, cool. I like those bears, mm-hmm. but you know that you, you're kind of going in a more campy direction there, and maybe they should have embraced that mm-hmm. instead of the polar bears being like the weapon that he has that isn't his freeze gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, the whole tone is very strange. It is, and the other part is they do explore uh, Dick and Barbara mm-hmm. together, which, uh, putting aside for a moment our, our feelings about Dick Grayson. Yeah, I'll get to that like in a this, minute. This show's version of Dick Grayson. I actually like I, I actually like exploring this, because, yeah, it was never 
incredibly clear to us. Mm-hmm. Like we were, they were flirting in the in the animated series, and then in the new Batman Adventures, it felt like they had something previous, but we were kind of yeah. missing a middle part there. And it's this, and, yeah, and and I kind of liked their scenes together. Yeah. I kind of. I almost understood why she was with him actually. Like mm-hmm. this was this was a better version of Dick than we usually saw and he seemed a little charming and he seemed a little like the only time he was sort of emotional and unreasonable was when she was threatened which yeah. kind of makes sense like Oh yeah. In a world of people like Batman whose parents were murdered, you're going to get a little clingy when you find someone special. I get that. The uh, I really like the whole uh chase sequence with him, the motorcycle stuff. Yeah. It was it was well animated. Mm-hmm. It was in character. It was good stuff. Like I, <laughs> you can have my Corvette. I need your motorcycle. All right. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good spin on the usual. I need to commandeer your vehicle for this chase. Instead, he's like, "No, take mine. It's worth more. I just need this for like practical reasons." I need your boots, your sunglasses, and your motorcycle. <laughs> just what you see up there, pal. <laughs> also, the guy that uh, sold those weapons is Dick Miller, who we talked about last. Yeah. Week. Um, Dick Miller in a movie? What? Yeah, I know. I'm not sure if you know who that is. Oh, yeah. I know who Dick Miller is. Okay. Well, I, I figured you did. Yeah. Every now and then, it's like, no, you know him. You've seen mm-hmm. him a million times. You just don't know his name. Um, But yeah, this this uh, this version of Dick wasn't so bad. I liked watching them all dressed up and yep. going out on the town. That was that was nice. Um, It gave them an excuse to have Barbara have to run away in her, like, uh, fancy, like... um basically prom dress like yep. her her formal dance wear i mean which she spends the entire movie in basically like that's what i mean it's she's not in the a, back girl costume for like a minute it's not like a it's not like a skimpy exploitive outfit it's no it's just it's impractical like she's got to run in a dress mm-hmm. and it's difficult for her but she manages and and really she's my good thing oh yeah like barbara once never once gives up when she's captured like You'd expect that from her, but the story could so easily have been about the boys coming to rescue her and she's been drugged or something. But she's always running and fighting and then heroically trying to save uh, Victor near the end mm-hmm. from minute one. And there's some excellent her being very clever and crafty and trying to get away. And I like that. Stuff. Yeah, she never stops. And it's awesome. Like, yeah, when she gets captured, I have a note here that's like, if this is about her being rescued for the entire movie, I'm gonna be re- really pissed off. Conversely, if it's about her escaping for the entire movie, I'm going to be really not pissed off. Well, and there's another way it could go that I've seen this kind of story go, which mm. is she tries to get away, then she is sympathetic to whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, Freeze needs and and willingly uh, goes along with it. Yeah. Which feels like that that's another way and usually you give that to your to your female characters mm-hmm. because oh they're more compassionate because women are are not strong mm-hmm. you know what i mean like th- there's a real easy way to do that and they didn't do that yeah and that's good uh, so i'm glad yeah but, uh, I just, I, the re- like the first act felt like it was really setting up some interesting character stuff between the barbara and dick stuff and mm-hmm. the, the, like victor being fucked over by people again yep. and then then it was just action sequences for yeah, us. Yeah, it just feels like, eh, you know what? It's way easier if we just write people running around for a while. And like this, uh, yeah, this is just frustrating mm-hmm. for me. Um, I might as well get into my bad thing. Yeah, go for it. Is it is it weird? It's weird, right? That they never once say what kind of organ or organs that Nora needs. Like 
it's not that she just needs a drug, blood transfusion because mm-hmm. they could have done that without <clears throat> hurting Barbara. Yeah. They, they like what they're looking for is an organ donor, which you need to match the blood type for. But they never said what the, like, do they need her kidney? Do they need her heart? Like they never said. Yeah. It's the, we need um, organs. organs, lots mm-hmm. and lots of organs. Just just pile of just everything you got in there. <sighs> we need to we need to just harvest you. Stack them to the heavens. Mm hmm. And was it like a standards and practices? Thing? I, I don't know. Or maybe Weird. it's just like if we get too specific, it's going to look stupid, and it looked stupid anyway. I don't know. If you, if you for the first time, said, we need your kidneys, a lung, and, you know, I don't know, a spleen. Yeah. And then the rest of the time just said organs. Yeah. But they didn't. Or just like, you know, we need your heart. That's a simple one. Yeah. Kids understand that. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I mean, at this point, what's in it for the kids in this one except uh, polar bears? Mm-hmm. If you like seeing polar bears, kid, you're in luck. This movie has your back. Want to see two college kids uh, having a nice date and then about to go away for a sex weekend? Hey, kids. Two college kids dancing to I Only Have Eyes for You. Yeah. The series' first first use ever of a real song. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't before. Warner Brothers has always been about that from from the minute movies can make sound. They've been about that. This is... uh, this is definitely the jazziest Batman movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And mm-hmm. also, like I pointed out, Belson looks a lot like late Frank Sinatra, and I don't know why. That's weird. Like a lot, like like I said, they give him very distinctive blue eyes, which you know Frank Sinatra was famous for. Mm-hmm. They called him all blue eyes. Old tiny but- eyes is back. <laughs> it's actually my good but thing. I-, I like those. Uh, that is the design choice. It's a weird choice, but I'm like, I've never seen that before. Good for you. Yeah. No, he's I like I like I pointed out in my summary, he's he's a real psychopath. Like, oh yeah. He's like, "Come on, Barbara, we're just going to murder you." Yeah. He he's so I, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good choice. I love he's just like you're go Freeze is like you're going to need to you to get an organ. And he's like, mm-hmm. "All right, that's going to cost more money, which I also want." So, mm-hmm. all right, let's do it. I just wanted to steal some blood. I mean, we're not in Detroit, but I'll manage. (laughs) Never forget, there was an episode of Star Trek Enterprise where the bad guys went back in time Mm -hmm. and stole people's blood in Detroit. Yep. That's that's a real episode that happened. A real episode of a real TV show that lasted for a fairly long time. Four years. Mm Mm-hmm. And and back when, you know, shows had 24 episode seasons, yeah. 26 episode seasons. And none of it was good. Not even the um, the mirror <sighs> no. episodes. None of it. Nope. No. Despite, like, if anyone tells you, oh, the show gets good. No, no it doesn't. Wrong. No. It gets but, the same. But there is an episode. Where, it gets worse. There are There is an episode where people steal people's blood. So mm-hmm. that's something. You're into blood stealing. Captain, we've got to stop these guys from stealing all of this blood. I think we yeah. should kill everyone. That's a good idea, Captain. Mm-hmm. You, you noble heroic Captain. Oh, I hope this guy gets talked about in the history books for years. Yeah. Oh boy, do we have some axes to grind there? Mm-hmm. And this if Batman wanna... show is the place to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the superior blood stealing story. I would oh, say. definitely. But again, Belson's just like, uh, listen, Barbara. We just need to murder you, chop you up, take all the useful parts out of you, and throw the rest of your corpse away. It's I fine. I don't see why this is an issue. Like, the whole time, he's just 
like to her, his mm-hmm. attitude to her is just so calm, even though it's clear she's not going to survive this procedure. Mm-hmm. Not his problem. He is getting <laughs> so much gold. But but it would have been, I think, kind of lazy writing if they just made him the, yeah, let's chop her up. Like, no, <laughs> this is way creepier. I, um, I love him getting flattened by the helicopter pad, too. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, no. Well, oh, no, my comeuppance. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? Yeah. You actually had a secondary good thing. Oh, yeah. um, so towards the end of the movie, uh, Mr. Freeze gets a big rock falls on his leg. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, no, I can't run away with my, with my wife's cryotube anymore. Help, mm-hmm. Batman. Mm-hmm. And he suddenly turns into, like, a helper guy. And I like I that. Liked, I liked that the first time they did it, mm-hmm. which this might actually be the first time chronologically because I, I, it happened in the um, in the Disneyland episode mm-hmm. when he was against Batman the whole episode and then near the end he decided, oh no, I need help, so I'm going to be good now. We need to team up to fight this worse guy. Uh-huh, because, because I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh no, whoever could have seen something bad happen to me? I... Revisiting the 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 way this plays out chronologically, mm-hmm. I don't love. So Bruce revives Nora. Yes, Nora then hooks up with the doctor that helped her mm-hmm. and ignores Victor. That I'm well, not saying I don't want that to happen. I'm saying it's weird. All that happened off screen. It is weird. All that happened off screen. What I remember is that she reached out to Victor and he like refused to like come back into her life because he's Mister Freeze now. And that possibly be. because his head fell off. <laughs> I'm pretty be. sure I that was have... a big part of it, was his head fell off. I, I may have misremembered that. You might be right. But, um, yeah, it's weird that we didn't see any of that. It's just like, like, that's an episode right there. Uh, yeah. Nora come like, Nora and Mr. Freeze trying to have a life together. Yeah, and him, like, slowly slipping back into his old ways. Like, him trying to be a normal person yeah. and just not being able to pull it off. Give him a job at, like, uh, uh, Wayne Tech or whatever and just, like... Mm-hmm. I can't do this because I'm Mr. Freeze now. No, 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 no. You make him a refrigerator repair man. Oh, there you go. I'm your Maytag man. Uh Uh-huh. Well, no, he can't be the Maytag man. The joke about the Maytag man was their products never break, so he's bored. Yeah, there you go. He'd have to be something else. Time to get back to doing crime. Mm Mm-hmm. My Uh, suit runs on diamonds now. You know, diamonds that they call ice. Mm Mm-hmm. There, that's 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 on brand, right? I don't know. Whoa, is this thing cold. on? <laughs> you're not trying to be the funny one, are you? <laughs> you ever notice when your ice suit breaks down? <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice Nora <laughs> just starts sobbing for three minutes? <laughs> you ever get like an itch in your ice suit that you just can't scratch? Why isn't this more relatable? You're not funny. <laughs> Crocs just like uh, applauding furiously. I think he's great. <laughs> I love prop humor. <laughs> uh, what was your bad thing? Uh, the computer animation in this movie is not very good. What? But uh, it is very typical of the time. Yeah. It, it, what was it? 1998? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're. Uh... We're in real early days. Yeah, here. this looks bad, but it doesn't look surprisingly bad. What does it's, look surprisingly bad? Uh, yes. Uh, 
there's a shot when the Batwing is either taking off or landing, and there's a little computer animated Alfred that waddles out like a tin soldier <laughs> that looks so fucking bad. I did not catch that, but I believe you. it's wonderful. I um, I mean, you you remember you lived through this? Like, oh yeah, the the earliest. CGI, like when they started trying to put it in traditional hand-drawn mm-hmm. animation, like they didn't, they weren't quite sure how to how to integrate it yet. Like they they realized pretty early on, until the technology got better, that maybe doing characters with it wasn't great. Maybe mm-hmm. we should just do like backgrounds and vehicles. Yeah. But this was, I think, they didn't know that yet. So yeah. they're like, oh, "What? What do we make a CJ Alfred? That way mm-hmm. we can make the Batwing taking off, and we can show him in relation to yeah, it." Yeah, it's and, a it's a good scale thing. It wasn't, or like the submarine. Which, like, a submarine doesn't have a lot of, like, there's not a lot of detail mm-hmm. on the outside of it. Like, on the outside of it, it's just a tube with a with a thing on top. Yep. Like, it's it's got to be pretty easy to render with, you know, late 90s CG. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it just didn't look great mixed with the other stuff. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It, you know, it took a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, Futurama got better at it, and uh, Justice League had things that worked and things that didn't it had that opening well that opening's a little rough but i think i think by the end of that show they started to figure out oh okay Mm. like we like i i think the watchtower didn't look great but i think there was some other stuff that they figured out oh sure we we can make this like they could do big epic things like they did the thanagarian uh invasion so they could show a thousand ships Mm -hmm. they they could have literally a thousand ships which is a lot harder to do when you're drawing that stuff you know Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I I just like I'm willing to forgive it, but you're right. There, that was you know I didn't see it, but I, there were some things that did jump mm. out at me. As I pro- well that, that you know we should call out. I probably liked it back when it came out. Like, if for nothing else, this like this looks like a video game. <laughs> did you say it like like uh, like Robin? Of course I did. I was probably like 14 when this came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. I dumb, very dumb. He didn't mention video games once. No, not at all. He shows up at the beginning, and I just had an audible sigh, just like, oh, great. Look who's here. No, and I'm looking at my notes now. It says, oh, good, Robin's here. Uh Uh-huh. I'm here to save the day, Batman. There's a a bit where a criminal's running away from him, and Mm -hmm. I just heard that nobody's that scared of Robin. (laughs) Oh, no, Robin. Uh Uh-huh. But no, he's he wasn't bad. No, he was fine. Was probably like, the best was... Robin ever was. And again, that might have been them saying, "Oh, Robin wasn't great in the series. Maybe we could maybe we could make this a little better." Mm-hmm. But it was it was very much more about Barbara. Yeah, there Which were there was I'm some unfortunate with. stuff from Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole like I understand the proud father thing. I even understand he's a cop. He's going to be a little macho, mm-hmm. but. There was that weird sexual guardian thing. He kind of crossed that line that I didn't love. Yeah, it's not great. Like, don't don't touch my little girl. Like, it's, ugh, it's not, it, man. I wouldn't call it out of character, though, you know? No, because he's a cop. Yeah. And he's, like, Old. again, these are people who have lost people in their mm-hmm. lives. Barbara's all he has. He's going to be a little more clingy. I yeah. get that. Like, I understand when people are jealous and, and a little shitty to each other because that's all they have. It's it's not an excuse, but I understand. Mm-hmm. So, but it was a bit much. Like I I I like their relationship usually. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's sweet and I think he one of the things I like about it is while he's he dotes on her and he's clearly just like 
she's everything to him. Yeah. He also respects her as an adult. Yeah, it's never like, stay away from my daughter or I'll have you arrested or whatever, you know? But he also never patronizes her. Yeah. Like, he always treats her when he knows she's bad girl. He's obviously proud of her. Mm -hmm. Like... And and it's always like that. Like, you were doing very grown-up things, and I think you're very capable because I raised you right. Yeah. And I like that. And here, we didn't get a lot of that. So, I mean, he only appeared in one scene. Yeah. Still. Uh, we had a weird appearance of Veronica Vreeland during her blonde period. Yeah, that was odd. Yep. Hey, but Bruce. again, <laughs> series MVP, Veronica uh, Vreeland. Yeah. I'm not nearly as enamored with this character as I seem to be on this show. It's mostly I just like that they have recurring background characters. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's that's entirely it. That it, and it, I like the voice actor. It feels like you're very excited whenever she shows up. Well, it's okay. Here's what it is. This is a this is a long walk. Okay. <laughs> she is voiced by uh, Mary Lou Henner, who was uh, you probably never saw, saw the show Taxi. You may have. I don't know. Oh yeah, I saw Taxi. Okay. Well, she was Elaine on Taxi. Okay. She, the the performer, has uh, a perfect, like, what do they call it? Uh, perfect recall, photographic memory, yes. whatever. Like, yeah. And I saw her on talk shows, like, being tested. And I just, like, I, I always thought she was a pretty lady when I was growing up. But mm -hmm. this just made me fall in love with her. Like, oh, my God. She's got the sexiest brain. Mm -hmm. Plus, she's attractive. She Plus, can remember like everything voice. that ever happened to her. Yeah. So, like, I just, I, I had this big crush on her back in the day yeah. so every time veronica vreeland shows up it's like oh mary lou henner mm -hmm. and then like little hearts start coming out of me you know or sorry non-specific organs <laughs> uh but yeah i just i it's it's the performer is what it is yeah like the character's fine but again i, I like that they have kind of a deep bench of of you know background guys yeah it's not just like the same yeah like it's not Although, the, the show's not just focused on the costume guys basically uh, we did get Montoya, speaking of yep. that, but uh, she was still in a cop uniform, and I was never entirely clear if she was a detective ever, um, but the DC Wiki pointed out that here's the, the, she's a sergeant, so mm -hmm. at least in uniform she was moving up the ranks. Oh, good for her. Yeah. There uh, is else? a moment in the chase scene uh, where there's a shot of a guy driving a truck, mm -hmm. um, and he looks just enough like Harvey Bullock <laughs> that I was like... That Harvey Bullock's brother. <laughs> maybe he's uh, maybe he's moonlighting. So that's the maybe thing. It's, is... it's not. It's it's not. It's close enough to be related mm. to him without just being like they reused the face or whatever. Well, I mean, sometimes like lesser cartoons will take a model and then like change a couple of things and like that's nah, a different character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a mustache when I'm working on the uh, when I'm driving my uh, my truck here. I got I got hit on the head with a bowling ball, and I think I'm a truck driver. The one truck driver in Gotham who also hates Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's always I coming don't around here. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, uh, chases. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, either the Batmobile would run your vehicle off the street, or uh, Batman would jump on top of your vehicle, or fly the Batwing real close, like, like uh, hovering over it so you can jump on top of it, or, you know, like... Probably truck drivers hate Batman, mm -hmm. I would think. I mean, that's fair. I just, I, I can think of a lot of truck drivers who are, whose lives are made better by the presence of Batman. Mm -hmm. Ugh. They also did something that bugged me, like, uh, it's almost as cliche as the, um, uh, we found a matchbook 
and we went to the place on the matchbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're listening to a recording and uh, isolating elements, and they hear a foghorn, so they know it's it's uh, out at sea. Like, ugh, this bit? Oh, that's some classic really? detective crap. Yeah, but that's, like, this show can usually do a little better than that. Like, they don't get real original with it, but they get more than that. I you like know? them, uh... I like them all getting out maps to try and figure out where he is. Mm-hmm. Let's get out maps and look at them, Batman. <laughs> it's at this crusty burger on this oil barge. <laughs> Knew I shouldn't have dr- built that uh, crusty burger out there. Sorry, oil Derek. Maximum Derek. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else? Yeah, good question. That is, I think, all that I have, actually. I like this as the uh, Batman going, okay, it's time to promote Barbara to full-time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good... Like, I don't mind if they have sort of a checklist of, like, narrative. Like, okay, we need to connect the dots between this and mm-hmm. this. That's that's fine if they do it well. Yeah. And again, knowing that, that Barbara and Dick did date for a little while, mm-hmm. it's, you know, not bad. They didn't... But again, they set it up, and then it just kind of went nowhere. Yeah. Then, Dick put on the Robin suit and came to rescue her and found that she'd rescued herself. Yeah, it, it really the feels end. like there's a lot, like a lot of missing stuff, you know? It's not bad, but it's weird. No, but this team is usually better. Mm-hmm. Like, if we have a longer story, we're gonna, we're gonna make it more, you know, we're gonna get you more emotionally invested in it. Yeah. Like, not just Mask of the Phantasm, which I think they spent a lot of extra time on, but even like two-part episodes, you know? Yeah. It, it just felt weird that there wasn't really much to justify this. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe the team was busy making Superman at this mm-hmm. point, and they just, like, they couldn't get the... the I, I'm hesitant to say this is not the good team just because I don't recognize the names. They sure. might be great. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, you know, Paul Dini should have done a pass on the script or something. Yeah, you know? seriously. He's right there. I know he works yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was off making comics at that yeah. point. Who knows? All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. You want to give us your quote? Yeah, I guess so. This is just someone talking about the, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about the thing that I like the most about this. Yep. Set up checkpoints at a 20-mile radius and search every inch all the way down to the ocean. Come on, people. A guy in a weird suit with two polar bears can't be hard to spot. Guy in a weird suit with two polar bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which is what it was. All right. Well, that's all for this time. Yeah. Um. Next time we're doing Mystery of the Batwoman, which I only remember a couple of things about i've never seen it really really i never saw it huh yeah okay i know huh? it's it's not bad like i my memory of it is that it's not bad mm-hmm. um it's got the batman beyond suit no it's got what clearly influences like a batwoman suit looks like the batman beyond ah. suit, which in continuity i think means batman looked at that and said oh that's a pretty good design i could use that that's a good idea yeah like, they, they were clearly, you know, using the same thing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, it's not meant to, to be connected to that directly, I don't think. Um, Just that a character calling herself Batwoman shows up, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know who it is. It's a mystery. That's hence the title. A mystery of the Batwoman, if you will. Yes. Um, And I remember the twist, which I will not tell you, like, cool. who Batwoman is. Um, And I remember that uh, TV's Kelly Ripa is one of the voices. Wait. From uh, Buried from, with Children? From, no, no, no. From Regis and Kelly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who am I thinking of? Uh, Kelly Bundy. Well, you, Never mind. You're probably thinking of Kelly Bundy, who's Christina Applegate. Ah. She would have been fine. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that's next time. Um, we are coming up very soon on one of our monitor duty shows, and mm-hmm. we would love to hear from you. We yes. don't have a lot of email right please now. Send so please send us some questions. Yes, it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.